Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning. It is 8.30 on Wall Street. I'm Michael McKee, along with Tom Keene. Economic Indicators, brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network. When it's time to change the conversation, talk with a broker-dealer, RIA, that's ready to listen. Call 866-462-3638 or visit Commonwealth.com to learn more. No uh, economic numbers of note, but we are getting auto sales today. And Fiat Chrysler is the first out of the box, as always. April U.S. auto sales for Fiat Chrysler up 5.6%. The forecast was for a 4.3% increase. So, yeah, Chrysler comes in better than forecast. Very good. Uh, this is exciting right now. A Stepford wife has walked into the studio. Bonus, she's wearing a Northwestern University varsity jacket. Triple bonus, Kate Schindel joins us. She is former Miss America, Miss Illinois, but far more importantly is one of the few people, they don't talk, they do. They actually act and represent actors, which yeah. is a rare and beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got the actual experience of rejection and success to go with moving uh, the Actors' Equity Guild forward. Mm-hmm. That's a special thing. Tell us about the Tony Awards this Well, the, year. the Tony Awards this year, I think... The conventional wisdom is that it looks like it's going to be all about Hamilton, um, but the, it is a yeah. really strong season. And I think that the things that the thing that people don't necessarily recognize about Tony Awards is that even the nominations have the power to close a show. So you've got dozens, if not hundreds, of people who are hoping that their show gets nominated so that they don't lose their job. What is the state of the industry right now? As we go to the nominations here in a few uh, moments, the tourist wallop that I see living in Midtown is huge. Yes. But is it all going to pre-formulated musicals like the Disney product and that, or can drama do well given a new Broadway? It can actually, you know, the the state of Broadway is pretty healthy. Yeah. Um, And there is... There are lots of different kinds of audience members who want different types of things. Some people love jukebox musicals, and some people want the new and adventurous dramas. So there's really room for everything, as far as I'm concerned. All right, the big question, and we'll put you on record as making a prediction here. <laughs> um, the producers got 15 nominations, won 12 Tonys. Can Hamilton beat that record? I think it's going to be hard for anybody to beat that record, but mm-hmm. if the nominators think that it's worthy. It's just a really, really, it's a very full season. There were a lot of well-reviewed shows. So yeah, it's, well, there's an important question. Let me interrupt here. Just because a show is sold out constantly and you cannot buy tickets to Hamilton right now, they're not even selling them. They're so f- mm-hmm. far out in advance. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the best show on Broadway. It's pretty good. I mean, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not it's criticizing Hamilton. No, I'm just saying. It, there are other. I mean, look, I just saw the revival of Long Day's Journey into Night the other night, and it was fantastic. Um, and that is about as you know far opposite from a <laughs> you know sold out musical as you can get. It's a really heady piece of theater, um, but it was fantastic. You know, so the, there are a lot of different kinds of great shows. It's interesting because uh, you mentioned Long Day's Journey. You got The Color Purple. You got Spring Awakening. You got Fiddler. This Mm -hmm. is a season of revivals. Shows that Tom and I 
watched in our ute, as they say. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the Spring Awakening revival, for example, again, very well reviewed, has long since closed because it was a limited run. Um, everybody I know that saw it really loved it. And the question is, will the Tony nominators remember it? Remember it, it yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the location for the Tony Awards is so important. The nominations today come from the Paramount Hotel, which mm-hmm. is iconic in Schrager. I'm going to suggest 30. Could it be 30? Seems like yesterday. What is the significance of Midtown New York? The Paramount Hotel, the million, excuse me, Mike Keene's Steakhouse. Thank you. We got that in here. <laughs> but Kate, what is the vibrancy? What's it mean to the New York economy? It's huge. I mean, it, I think I agree that- with that, but give us a number on that. You know, I don't, I, I let's, uh, Broadway had a, I believe it's first billion dollar season last year. Right. Um, in terms of gross revenue. So that's just the money that people are spending on tickets, not to mention the, you know, the ancillary dollars that tourists spend on parking and hotels. And I mean, the Broadway box, which is the, the 40 theaters that qualify for these awards, is a significant part of the Midtown economy. What's the linkage right now of Hollywood with Broadway? We know that from Audrey Hepburn and, you know, things years ago and all that. But what is it right now? Is is Hollywood hang on every success of, frankly, every good show and even ones that fail? Well, I think that the, the um, Hollywood's been paying more attention since Broadway musicals started doing well as films again. You know, and now we're looking at Broadway musicals that are produced live with a live audience. And and the NBC projects have been evolving and the Fox projects have now started. They did Grease. That was a big success. It looks like when NBC does Hairspray, which is their next show, they're going to put a live audience into theirs for the first time. So um, my opinion is Hollywood seems to pay attention to anything that someone thinks will make money. And when Broadway musicals started not only making money, but then uh, as films, but then uh, having the films start to boost the box office of the Broadway show, like the Chicago movie, then Hollywood started paying closer attention, I believe. Kate Schindler with us. She is uh, more than qualified uh, with, a, with uh, a, an interesting and very Broadway career. Most importantly, uh, she is with the uh, uh, Equity uh, Guild, the Actors' Equity Guild. And this is in preparation for the Tony Awards. For some of you uh, worldwide, you're like, oh, well, okay. In New York, this is a huge deal, a vibrant part of the economy, and electrified this year with the success oh, people, people love of to Hamilton. Watch, watch the Tonys. Um, the yeah. Great entertainment on the on the on the awards show. So they want to know who gets. They want to know who gets nominated. And the big mm-hmm. question is, we'll count up how many Hamilton gets, whether mm-hmm. they can beat the uh, the record from the producers. Yeah, Carol Masser and uh, uh, Corey Johnson, of course, will be at the Paramount Hotel. Uh, with uh, some of the uh, uh, people on the Tony Awards, and we'll look for that as well today. Again, to the markets, futures negative 15, Dow futures negative uh, 125. Uh, quite a day within the currency markets. I'm going to call it some stability right now uh, versus what we saw three hours ago. Uh, so uh, we're doing two things right now. We're watching the uh, market movements and the uh, calmness after uh, huge gyrations three hours Ago and also looking for the uh, Tony Awards. We hope to go to Nikki James and Andy Reynolds uh, as they uh, look towards making the nominations. And again, widely anticipated. All eyes are on Hamilton as, as being. Mike, have you seen Hamilton? No, 
I have not, uh, uh, but Kate's going to take us, right? She's going to get us you know, tickets. I mean, <laughs> this is what we said yesterday. Well, as long as she brings Hamilton tickets, she can come on the show. You can't get a ticket. It's I, awfully hard to get I tickets. I looked the other day, and they're not even selling them, as I mentioned. Mm. They, you know, they, they say they will you know, send you an email if you want when they're uh, ready to put tickets on sale again, although they do do a lottery every day. There's a couple right. of tickets they put out, and I actually knew $10 somebody. $10 tickets. Yeah, I actually knew somebody who won the first time they tried. No kidding. Talk about hating that person. Right. Uh, how important is a Tony to an actor or actress compared to winning an Oscar or something like that? It definitely makes a difference. I mean, it it's the kind of thing that can really allow you to command a different salary level, for example. Some actors will have Tony bumps built into their contracts so that if they win, they automatically get a raise. But it puts you in a different category of actor once you win a Tony. So it changes your career. It changes your life for a lot of people. Miss Tyson is nominated. This is a I don't know if she is yet. She, she we don't know be. yet. She right. could be. Mm-hmm. She could be. In the running. Yeah. This is exciting. I mean, tell us a little bit about her rebirth, if you will, on Broadway. Well, she was in The Gin Game with James Earl Jones. And, you know, it was, it was amazing to watch those two actors yeah. perform together. In that play. I mean, both of them are really iconic. So I think that that was extremely exciting for anyone who's a fan of Broadway and of hers. You know, you can actually see your icons live on stage in front of you. Might we point out that she's well-preserved at 91 years old? She looks pretty darn good, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, and and eight shows a week is not easy for the young and healthy. I mean, mean, let's review this. I mean, I guess guess Game of Thrones is hard to shoot and people get sweaty. Game of Thrones is a walk in the park compared to grinding out eight shows a week. You've got one of your kids has a headache. Mm -hmm. Somebody needs money in Topeka. Mm -hmm. And you're think you got strep throat coming on. Mm -hmm. And that's what you guys do. I mean, you as a working pro know that. I mean, it's not it's not the seventh show or the fourth show. You don't know which one's going to be a struggle to get through. No, absolutely not. And and I think that that's one of the big misconceptions is that, you know, when our members, our Actors' Equity members go to work – to the audience, it looks like fun. And on stage, I mean, you know, for a, for a heavy drama, maybe not so much. But for these new musicals, um, the audience thinks, wow, that looks like fun up there. What a party. And for our members, it's a difficult slog. And sometimes there are some days you just think, oh, I've got to go to work. And you are reminded that it's a job and not just a, you know, eight times a week party. You, What was the magic at Northwestern when you were there? The Pixie Dust, I mean, it's Anne Margaret from a million years ago, but uh, you were there. You I mean, uh, you, you entered when you were, what, 11 years old? <laughs> no. Um, I got there when I was 17. And I would say that, like, Heather Headley was a year ahead of me. She's wonderful. She's coming back to Broadway in the color purple. Um, Brian Darcy James, who was... Uh, Very cool. Yeah, fantastic yeah. actors. Uh, um, David Schwimmer had left sort of recently. Zach Braff had graduated right. recently. So there there were some pretty... So what do you say to the kids today? In the day of digital, and everybody digital up, do you say to them, go up to the Williams Summer Program at Williams College or do this, do this? What's the advice to parents listening who've got kids that go, I want to be like whoever? I mean, um, parents whose kids want to be-